0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we are at that check-in episode, the top five. We're going to take a break, list our top fives of the last set of games we reviewed. And uh, we're going to list this pretty much the way we did it last time, but I but I see that you've created another subcategory, which is the <laughs> slogans <laughs> that we're going to rate as well. Uh, so we're going to list these top fives as top games, our cho- individual choices for top five games to take out, top five games overall, and then our top five slogans <laughs> that we've come up with over the last uh, session of reviews. So let's get right into what should we start with? Should we top Start with going out or overall? What do you think?
1: Uh, let's start with – I think I think we should start with out. Overall seems more of
0: like a, a secondary thing.
1: Out yeah, seems like makes the, the
0: focus of the show.
1: Let's start right. with out.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. That's a good point. Uh, all right, man. Why don't you take it away then? What's uh, Should we start at the bottom of the list? Yeah, let's start at five and we'll go up to our ones. Start at five, work on the way up. All right. So uh, my number
1: five uh, was A Fake Artist Goes to New York. This is my fifth game for – uh, games to take out to a bar or someplace like that. I I like this game. I've taken this game out. In fact, I think I've only played this game where I take it out because it is it is a game to play with large groups of people, and it's such an easy game to play with a bunch of people all together. People, it's not a game that you need to know a lot of rules. It's a game where you can just draw stupidly. You can screw up like the first three games, and people are still having fun because <laughs> the game is just utterly mad. I, like every game we play, there's always someone who. It's just like, oh, I'm just going to keep drawing. Where You can't. It's a game where it's you are drawing. You are trying to make different – you are trying to convey things. Only one person uh, doesn't know what they're drawing, and so they're trying to go, oh, yeah, I I totally know what I'm drawing. And then there's a vote (laughs) at the end saying, oh, yeah, you had no clue what you were drawing. But there's always someone who's like, well, I want to keep drawing. And so they'll lift the pen. You can only draw – one line or squiggle or whatever. As soon as you lift the pen, you're done. You have two chances to do it. But you, it, so many people are just like, oh, yeah. And then I'm going to draw a little house over. It. No, you're done. You lifted here, your pen. This, Everyone like, nope, screws nope. it up. Or or there are those times where you're like, I don't know what to draw because I don't want to give away exactly to the person who doesn't know what they're drawing what to draw so you're like uh, I just want to make sure they know what I know what I'm doing or sometimes your first thing you drew is like oh yeah I totally knew what I was doing and then your second one is like I don't know what to do I, th- I feel like anymore and I'm giving it away so I'll just draw a son up in the corner and now there's <laughs> two sons up here <laughs> because someone else had the same thing like wait is this tatooine what are they drawing <laughs> what are they drawing What's going on? <laughs> but it's really fun it's and the thing is it, it gives you a little thing afterwards of just like remember that that that's stupid little remember how we drew this i think in my office <laughs> we even have some of those up uh on someone's uh cubicle area and it's just like hey do you know what the heck we were trying to draw in this one it's just like it's just it's it's enjoyable in every single way because it's just like oh yeah you're having fun stupid things happen in jokes start flying just because no one's that great at drawing, and even if you are good at trying if you can only draw one line it's not going to look good
0: <laughs> right right <laughs> so that is why yeah. i have it as my number five Nice. Yeah. Fake Artist, I really enjoyed this game. I did not make my number five here. It will be on somewhere on one of these lists Hmm. for me. But um, this is one where I wish I would have gotten more plays in, I think. Um and it didn't make my uh, number five here, but I have a similar one. Well, it's not similar, I should say. <laughs> I feel like it's it's similar in feel, though. Uh, my top five, or number five, is For Sale, and the reason why I say it's similar in feel is it's it's not the same big group dynamic as fake artists or the silliness of fake artists, but I For Sale is pretty light, and I think I put it on here because I felt like it really lends itself to an atmosphere of takeout. It doesn't take it too seriously. It doesn't have to be... Um, it's on a lot of information that can get like obscured if the, if you're in a place that's noisy. And um, the reason I really like For Sale is that it has that two that sort of uh, phase shift. It 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 does two phases in the game that are similar. It's both bidding, but your first phase of bidding influences your second phase of bidding. And there's more there's more depth to this game than you might expect. And I don't know why. I just I really fell in love with For Sale when we reviewed it. Um, and I uh, I just think it's like just a great great uh, top five game and so when I think of when I was trying to do my list I was trying to think of all right what am I if I have like a little a little bag of a game bag that I'm gonna keep in the car what would I keep in the car and I would definitely keep for sale in the car just because I think it's so versatile it plays um up to uh is it now I'm trying to remember does it play yeah it plays five. Um, yeah. it plays up to five or no it plays up to six. Actually. I totally forgot about that it plays up to six. So that's the other reason is the high player count, which is always great for taking out because, um, you know, you never know who's going to be there, who might show up. And that's having a big game like the, or a game that can encompass or incorporate a lot of people is really nice. So still a classic. I, I really like this game. And once again, let me reiterate, yeah. get the travel version, not the regular version. <laughs> it's so much cheaper <laughs> and it's the same game. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, I it would have made my list, but I I just know there's been a few times where I've taken it out, and there's usually one or two people that are like ah, I just don't like bidding games, and so that's it's a little bit for me. But it is it is still a very good game. It's, yeah, I would say just off of my list of games to take out, these were tough calls here.
0: Tough calls. Yeah, I are, look at our list. We have a very <laughs> dynamic, a lot of like not a lot of crossover here. I'm kind of surprised. I mean, there's some for sure, but um, there's some, yeah. Yeah, but I, I actually am really happy with our lists. <laughs> yeah, how distinct yeah. they are. So, can't go wrong. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like the same way. A lot of these are like just missed it. Like, because yeah. I'd say most of the games we reviewed, I really like. And yeah. there's only a couple ones I think we're probably on the same page about bottom. We're like, eh, it's okay. But um, most of these were just, just hard. It's like, oh, what makes this one slightly better than what makes this one list worthy and this one <laughs> be edged out from list worthy? I don't know. But anyway, what do you got for number four? All right, number four. I have
1: grifters, or is it thug? It's just grifters. Uh, mm-hmm. This this was one of those games that just took me out of nowhere. Like I wasn't expecting anything out of this game. I thought you were full of it when you suggested this <laughs> one. I'm just like, ah, there's Whatever. no. And, and I kind of, I really, I really enjoy this game. There's just something. I don't know there's a certain je ne sais quoi about it and I just really like it you're just you're making little crews to put together to do little crimes to steal money from other teams or to take money from the bank and just kind of pile things up and you're you have it's a system where as soon as you use people for a crew they kind of have to rest so that they can, you know, dull down the heat so they're not getting anything. So you're just like, "Okay, but I need that card for the next round or else" or you might be like, "I only have one card in my hand, so I'm going to have to put that there" or and there's certain f- Things you can do is like, well, if I play that, then I can swap that out there. But if I play this, I can take one of their cards and put it into my hand. And you're just kind of trying to get certain things and and you're trying to beat people to different jobs because certain colors of the cards that you play allow <laughs> you to do jobs. And so it's like, wait, no, dang it. They took the one I was going to do. So now I have to completely rearrange my plan. And it's, it's so interesting and yet simple that I just, I really like it. It's not something that's super complex. You're not going to be like, drilling yourself over and over but i re- it just it plays so well and that four player game i got to play it was just like wow this is flowing really nicely no one's having a really hard time with this i liked it and when i took it out it and i mean it, it takes up a little bit of space but Honestly, it's not that bad and I really liked it. And that I think that's that's the main I I wanted to get on one of these two lists cuz I'm like there's just something about <laughs> this game. And right. Like, yeah. I haven't I haven't played it <laughs> since but I'm like, yeah, when I look on my shelf I'm like, yeah, I should. What next time I'm able to go out and do something, I will probably <laughs> right. bring that game. I really like it. There's there's just something about it.
0: Yeah, Grifters is one that I <sighs> I, this is one that I was the hardest uh, hardest on mine to uh, – because it's – like I said, I'm the one who suggested this game, <laughs> and it is uh, – well, you'll see when we do our lists how it falls out. But I, I really like Grifters. Um, but I think the, re- the last time I played it, I played it somewhat recently, and the last time I played it, I kind of had like a game that fell flat. And it wasn't the game's Ooh. fault at all. It was just sort of the players that I was playing with. It was just kind of like um, – I don't know, it was just sort of like, uh, I think people were tired or something like that. And so it just sort of, sort of had the, just fell flat for me. And I, I'm like basing it all on that most recent memory. But I really love this game. And now hearing you talk about it, I'm thinking like, god dang it, I should put it on my list. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to stick with what I put initially, with the feelings I had when I made it. Um, but Grifters is such a good game. It's such good, cool, because I feel that same thing. There's just something about it. It's just very like entrancing, enticing. and It's like, yeah, i got to get Grifters out again soon. All right, so my number four was my choice for uh, straight up two player only i i when I was doing my list, I didn't specifically try to avoid it, but then, as I was making it i I realized, I decided that I was gonna like try to just do one straight up two player even though I play a lot and i I think we're similar and we both play a lot with our wives, two players, so we play a lot of two uh-huh. player games, but I was trying to gear it towards you know if you're taking out the opportunity or the possibility of having more people is there. So I, I just tried to do one, and mine was Jaipur. And this was really hard, too, because all the two-player-only games we have on here are so good. Oh, and they really are. They're just solid. Like, they're all good. And I think um, the reason why I picked Jaipur is because it's a it's an interesting market uh, battle game, in a way, where you're... you're, you're, you're Um, strategizing over the market options but there's just something it did there that made it like lighter than some of the others we've done but also it's kind of that grifter's thing. I don't know what it is about it. I'm just enticed by this <laughs> game. I really like Jaipur. I really like the the diminishing reserves of um, items that you're you're kind of getting from the market. The silver and the gold and the um, uh, the tea and the cloth. All, all that stuff, you know, you, you buy it in certain order and the, high, the, the if you're first to get that stuff, you get higher values of it. It's just, I don't know why, what it is, but it just does it for me. All of our two it's, players were amazing, but this yeah. one for me is mellow enough that you can take it out to, that anyone can play, even if it's not the person you typically play it with and satisfying enough that I'm happy I played it. I won't be like, yeah, sure. You don't like games or you're not into games. I ah, will play this one that you will get, but I won't like that much. It's like, no, let's play Jaipur. You'll get it. It's fun. There's camels. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just sort of that magical, yeah. weird game for me.
1: <laughs> it, it is a, it is a lovely game. It's got a, a like i think a perfect level of push and pull because like every step yeah. forward you take you're giving something up if if you're like oh i'm going to take that card you're giving a cha- an opportunity for the other person or oh i'll throw all these camels out there well if you do that then they can take all those camels and now they're leading in camels so there's there's it's just a, an interesting tug of war where you're pulling on so many different strings at one time that it's just like yeah. ooh i don't know what, how's this how's this going to turn out i hope it, it goes in my <laughs> favor and that it's a really lovely thing it's, uh, yes, I, it, yeah. it's, it is, it's, it's like the classic simple two player game for take.
0: Yeah. 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 Classic's a good way too. Cause it, it definitely is a classic at this point. And it's, I don't know if it feeling its age is the right way to put it, but it definitely feels like an older game, not in a bad way at all. It's still, I would play it in a second today, but it's still like the best example of a classic structure, I think. Yeah.
1: I, so many times I've showed up at game stores or have been listening in to what the people who work there are saying, and someone's like, "Oh, do you have any good suggestions for t-? this?" I feel like is like always on the top of their list of things to suggest for two player right, games. Right. I, I mean, it's how I, it's how I ended up getting it. My wife was just like out, and she's and she's like, "Hey, do you, do you have any suggestions of something else I can get for him for his birthday?" And this was it, and it, it's <laughs> great, it's lovely. <laughs> there you go. All right, my number three. Uh, For games to take out uh, is Tiny Epic Galaxy, Uh, the game that's basically the Yahtzee mechanic version of a 4X (laughs) game. Uh, You're you're rolling dice and trying to use those dice to uh, increase the size of your empire and control the universe, essentially, moving things around, uh, getting increasing the amount of dice you can roll, the types of resources you get and those resources that you can eventually take control of different planets and i don't know there this is a really it's it of all the tiny epic games i've played it's the most epic i think of all of them and right, yet right. also so tiny because there are ones that are epic but they're they're not as tiny this one is tiny (laughs) and epic i think of it it's it is the pinnacle of the tiny epic name uh it it, it's very small form factor and i mean you could make it take up more space if you want to be able to read things but you can like tuck things under everything fits really nicely rolling I, i mean who doesn't love rolling dice and the Yahtzee mechanic is a classic. It's 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 really nice. And you're still, you're paying attention to what everybody else is doing. You're just like, oh, I need to do this, but I need to make sure I have these resources. And every game is completely different based on the planets that start showing up. So it's just like, oh, I'm going to focus on doing this. Or, you know, I have this secret identity thing that allows me to focus on this. And hopefully I can make that work for me. And there's a lot going on. There's so much to focus on and to, to keep track of. And, but it's not overwhelming. It's, it's something where you can, you know, it's, I, I can just keep tabs on that and make sure just don't forget that. And we'll, we'll keep, keep doing this thing and hope this works out. And I really love it. There's a lot to enjoy in tiny Epic galaxy.
0: Yes. I will limit my comments cause there, it might <laughs> pop up later on my list. Well, maybe who knows, but uh... perhaps who knows, not, 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 not letting you know anything right now. Uh, um, my number three was a uh, pandemic. The cure. Um, this one was. I just really liked this one. Sort of took me by surprise here because when we played this one, um, there I, I was. I started playing and I was like, "This is just so ridiculously easy." And then we epically lost. <laughs> and so I. I just had a. I really enjoy that, and, and like the fact that it's co-op is really cool, and I think uh, sometimes when you're going out, it's just sort of nice to do something communally. And there's other op- op- or co-op games I think I might even like better than this one um, as a game, but I thought Pandemic the Cure, or uh, games, Pandemic the Cure specifically, and then going out, dice is always just a fun f aspect to that. If you can roll dice, and there's a lot of dice in this game. Um, then I think that lends itself to sort of the vibe of going out. Dice are just fun to roll. And so I enjoyed my time with Pandangum of the Cure. It was a fun co-op experience. It was harder than I thought it was or deceptively hard. <laughs> and so I feel like this is a game that you could take – I could see going out once Beer Garden's open again, go out to the <laughs> Beer Garden with some friends and try your hand at, at getting saving the world with this game um, all together and having a really fun time with it. So I just really yeah. enjoyed it, Love the dice, and that's why it made my – top games for going out number three
1: yeah i've I've said it before of all the pandemics this is my favorite version of pandemic and and of all the pandemics to take out this is easily the one you should although pandemic (laughs) contagion isn't too bad i've taken that out and we might talk about that one in the future but uh i i still really like pandemic the cure it's 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 lovely. I didn't I think that the only reason I didn't add it to my list of games for taking out was because it's just a little bit I've taken it out and it works fine, but that you you do there's a number of things that you have to just make sure you're keeping track of. How many turns did I take? Was that three or four? Or wait, did, right. did we do this phase of the game? And so that's when you're out and you're trying to enjoy yourself. Sometimes, unless you're really focused on the game, which I tend to be anyway, I have nothing else to do while I'm out. I don't drink, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> for me, it's not that hard. For most right. people, I think it will be a little bit a little bit harder to keep track of. So that's that's the right. only reason it didn't make my list. All yeah. right, number two uh is the game we just recently covered silver and gold
0: (laughs) yes and spoiler we both have the same one for number two (laughs) number two yes
1: uh this oh god this is a game i've been dying to play i just finally got my actual copy in the mail oh nice uh yeah, so I which which is really irritating, I've been dying to get my hands on this game forever. And then my wife went out and she stopped by a game store cuz I had to pick up something else and she sent me a picture of just like a shelf full of them and I'm just like, "Oh, God, come
0: on." <laughs>
1: Dang. <it>. Uh, <laughs> drives me nuts it's a lovely flip and right game where you're trying to get treasures off of an island I the theme isn't that thick but you know they they the the art is definitely sells it uh, where you're trying to you know fill out all the different islands on your cards to score points and score sets and get certain coins so you're trying to cross off coins so that you can get sets of coins so that you can score points and it's just really it's it's the most simplest version of a roll and write there's a lot of roll and writes where you're like oh i need to match this up here and match that up there and i can't do this unless this is increasing or decreasing and oh there's a lot of extra roll this one's very simple just x things out it's it's Almost like Tetris, so it's kind of like some other games. I think the 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 Uwe Rosenberg type games, like Second Chance and things like that. It's right. very simple, but there's a there's a bit more to it. I, a Second Chance is a little bit, I, it might be too simple uh, in the in the way that that's all you're doing. You're just filling in squares. Whereas this yeah. one, you're filling in squares and you're trying to score points, or you're trying to focus on this. But ooh, what what do I want to try and fill in next? And it's there's a lot a lot to it, but not too much again. And again, it's cards, and you can write on the card. Who doesn't want to write on cards?
0: I, I know mean, that's it's so awesome. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> it's so naughty feeling. It's like, ooh, I can't <laughs> believe I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah, I I, 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 all those reasons and the more for why I put it at number two as well. Just real fun, cool, day, cool structure, very interesting. I love writing on the cards. It's such a satisfying thing to do because <laughs> it feels like you shouldn't, but they're well. Um, whatever film, and it it seems different than normal cards. It definitely seems like there's some additional coating or material that they're made with that wipes and cleans very easily. And um, yeah, this is just kind of a, a really cool, refreshing light. Structure of a flip and right that I just really loved as well. It was so cool to to that like there's just the three things that you go after, the three things you can chase: the trees, the coins, and of course the points themselves on the um, cards. Then are are enough to make the game feel substantial enough for this for the length that it is. That I really enjoyed it and I didn't get bored and I still felt that I, I was engaged through the whole game. And then it was over, and then we played again. <laughs> so just great, really, really fun, really fun game to take out. And also having very resistant to uh, moisture and liquid cards for a takeout game is top drawer. Very good, <laughs> very good thing for any takeout game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, um, let's see. All right, you want to do your number one? All right, number one, the number one. my of all of the twenty-five games that we've
1: reviewed. Uh, My number one is Circle the Wagons. This was my, like, I wanted to, I didn't want to have too many two-player games. Again, you mentioned there are a lot of good two-player This, (laughs) of all of them, this was my absolute favorite. Uh, It's just, again, there's a lot of variety. It's the, you're, you have, it's an 18-card game. You, you flip over two of them to indicate what kind of goals you're having and the rest are put in a circle and you're just kind of a give and take of okay I'm going to take this well I don't want that one so I'll skip it and I'll take this one and add it to my little areas and anything you skip your your opponent gets and they get to add it to their things and you might want to have large areas depending on what the goals are and trying to go oh well I want this next to this and sometimes you'll be playing and it'll be like oh wait I forgot I was trying to focus on putting that next to that and I just covered up <laughs> this oh no I now I've totally ruined what i was going for and there's just there's a lot to keep track of in but it's so few cards you only have to keep track of it for so long but there's a lot to keep track of and you're trying to kind of wedge things in and you're cursing that you can't put cards underneath cards so many times (laughs) right right it works really well and it's it's so quick it plays in a flash it's and and it's a game where once you're done playing you're like let's do this again. I know I can do better or uh, let's play this again, but let's swap out. Let's make sure we don't have these goals and we'll trade it out for these goals. Or I like that goal, but I think it would be better if we had a different goal with it. Cause I don't think that paired well. And so you have a sure. lot of, you know, versatility in a very, very, very small game. And I really love it. my my wife loves it a lot, which is part of the reason why it's also on the list is that she really <laughs> like this is such it's such a small form factor. It comes in like a wallet. I mean, I mean that can't be more of a sales pitch for a game that right. takes out a game that's this enjoyable and is basically in a wallet that I, I loved it so that that's why it's my number one.
0: yeah, yeah, hard to hard to beat the portability. This is one another one where I was like, ah. Uh, (laughs) I really wanted to put it here. This is also, I would say, this is, yeah, this is such a great game. I think about this game all the time, actually. (laughs) I think about this game. It is such a satisfying structure to put this, uh, to play this game. Like you said, putting... Um, the cards out and then trying to arrange them in a the correct order and then also that i recently found out that we were playing wrong <laughs> i didn't realize you could <laughs> put cards on top of cards totally new experience and um yeah and the just the diversity of goals to choose from or play with and uh, i recently played sprawlopolis and i liked it a lot but i think i like this better i just like circle the wagons better they're very similar types of games but um yeah, something about Circle of the Wagons is just so perfect. Like, I can't think of anything they could do to make this game better designed. It's just a really solid structure. Such a good such a good little game. And uh, if I hadn't limited myself in two players, <laughs> I probably would have had it on. But my number one is uh, one we mentioned before, and that is Tiny Epic Galaxy. So I threw on Tiny Epic Galaxy mainly because I wanted one that was more of a deeper, quote-unquote, deeper game experience and that played um, a good amount of people, and this plays up to five. I, I think it's probably better with four. It plays totally fine with five, but especially with a bunch of new players, there can be a little bit of um, slowdown between turns, but that's I think it's not that big of a complaint for this type of game. But yeah, I just really love this game. It feels deep. It feels like there's a lot of strategy options. I like the variability of each Time you play it with the planets and how they're coming out, and that duality of the planet's usage, where you can just visit it to use its ability, or you can try to claim it as a slow burn, um, point capturing thing, but also a skill or action capturing thing as well. It's just a really interesting structure there that is, uh, is cool. I, I don't think I've seen anything exactly like that, where if you're claiming some that planet. You're not using it until you get to the end of that claiming track, and everyone else can use it as much as they want, and, and are going to, especially as they see you're getting closer and closer, like, ah, okay, I better get this in, because they're gonna about to make it no one else's except for them, their own. So, um, that uh, just little, little races um, throughout the game are really interesting and I I just really enjoyed it. So this is my pick as number one and mainly because it's just a deeper feeling game than the others and so if you're looking for that and I am a lot of times but um, not necessarily in a big, big game. So anyway, Tiny Epic, it says it all right there. So (laughs) I'm just kind of agreeing with what you said before (laughs) but that's my number one for taking out Tiny Epic Galaxies. Galaxies. Okay, that is our top
1: five list of takeout games. Now we move on to the just the overall just not necessarily taking out just really good games of the list so you're you're definitely going to see some repeats in here so we'll be able sure. to go through this list a lot quicker but uh starting with number 5 my number 5 for overall games this is this is one of my repeats the silver and gold i really like it <laughs> it's just it's it's so nice it's it's, eh, I don't know, it's it's partly because it's it's kind of new to me, even though I've been dying to play it for a while, but uh, I I really like it. I don't know if it's going to stay this high for this long for me, but for right now, it made my top five, and I think that's all I can say.
0: Nice. Uh, my top five here is A Fake Artist Goes to New York. Um, this one, I really, really like this game, and why it didn't make my games for taking out list is i still think it's very it, it's a great game for taking out but i have had play experiences when when this is with full complement of people where and it could just be the vibe of the room or just unfamiliarity of players we were playing this game group and there were some several new players as well um so it's not just that I didn't know the game it's that we didn't know them and so there's a little bit of um uh the game was a good warm-up game but it was also the table was so big it was hard for everyone to see what's going on and so i think there's there's slight pitfalls here depending on where you play and how many you play with when you're taking out they can be offset and it was more that i just wasn't aware of them before we started like this was the first time i introduced it but playing having that happen sort of made me think oh, okay these are things you need to keep be conscious of um when you play that Being said, I really enjoyed this game and I I like the setting of taking it out and I would play this anytime. It's just a fun, super hilarious structure (laughs) that is just uh, such a simple design, but really engaging and and fun. So that made my top five overall uh, fake artist.
1: Nice. Goes all, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All
0: uh, right. My number
1: four for top overall games was the two player, and this is this is where I was like, all right, I got to show shove in another two player game in here. Right. Was the fo- <laughs> the fox in the forest, which is the two player uh, uh, trick taking game. Uh, it's so I I I do enjoy trick-taking games although most trick-taking games tend to play best with four people in fact most are just it's just like the standard thing of you have four people or maybe a few more having it's just an interesting way of doing a two-player trick-taking game of all right you it's it's just got three suits in it each suit counts from I believe one to eleven it's been a little while since I've played but it's along those lines and but only the odd ones have special powers, and so when you play an odd thing, an odd one, you, you'll play like a, a three, and then all of a sudden, oh no, no! Now this this changes, and so you're changing what the what either the the trump suit is, or you're changing what the other the other thing is or you're swapping out one of your cards for another card or when you play it even if you lose you still win as long as it's that's the trump suit so it's just, really it's 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 one of those games where you have to keep track of so many things and the way they made it a two player game is that you know you're trying to win tricks but you don't want to win too many tricks because once you win too many tricks then essentially you've given it to the other player it's it's a, it's it's in a sense the the um the reverse of I can't remember what they call it because I never play games where they actually call it that what is it uh it's like the queen clean sweep or shooting the moon that's what yeah it is. it's the yeah. opposite of shooting the moon you don't want to shoot the moon is because then you've essentially shot the moon for the other player because if the other player can get away with only winning one or two or three tricks they're taking all the points you you get nothing whereas if you can meet somewhere in the middle then then the more tricks you win is better but as soon as you get past that that point of no return and that's what makes it dynamic because you're always looking at your hand going all right i can i can definitely win a lot but can i win just enough can i lose what when i need to lose and as you're playing and it gets closer and closer to that line of oh wait wait a minute wait a minute this is going out of hand i'm winning too much like you're you're frantically throwing cards down going i've gotta lose sometime right this can't be happening and it's just so enjoyable each time you play three rounds and whoever has the most i think it's the first person to uh 21 points I think or or something like that. It's it's so I I've enjoyed every single play even the ones I've lost horribly. I've still right. completely enjoyed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's um it's just great. <laughs> it's such a good game and I will uh, I, I wonder a teaser it'll be popping up somewhere again here. But uh, I will withhold my comments until then. But uh yeah, just so many great up and downs. It's my number show 4 up on his overall games
1: for for the the slogan. <laughs> it's it's a slogan game somehow. Yep, I don't know it's how he Yeah,
0: slogan did. somehow. Fox <laughs> in the forest. Um <laughs> My number four is um, the game we talked a bit about here before, uh, Circle of Wagons. That's where it made my number four, and it is just all the reasons we talked about. Such a great game. I love this game. I think about this game all the time. (laughs) I don't know why. I love everything about it. I love the art style of the gameplay. I love the size of it. I love the simplicity of it. And it's just so fun. I just really, really love this game, and this is one I can't recommend enough that you guys go check out and grab because it's so cheap and so well designed. So, Circle the Waggons is my number four overall. All right, my number three
1: overall game is Sushi Roll. Uh, this is the essentially the the rolling version, the dice game version of Sushi Go. I've, I've always enjoyed Sushi Go, but I always felt like there was something missing. Like it, it didn't play well with two. And it kind of felt samey every time you played it. I just, I kind of fell in love with Sushi Roll. As soon as I played it, I'm like, this is exactly what I was missing from Sushi Go, your, your rolling dice. But it's, you're never stuck with those dice. You can always trade off with someone else's dice as long as you have the tokens to do it. And then you can swap out. And then you can, oh, no, I need more, you know, maki rolls. Or, oh, they've got maki rolls, but they're in contention. So I'm going to try and steal them from them before they can do it. And even if you have bad things, you can always re roll your dice, which is so lovely to try and improve what you have. It's, it's basically Sushi Go, but so much better. There's a lot more that you can change out and do and fluctuate the game rather than being stuck with the same cards that you're drafting over and over again. And I really like it. I think the only reason it didn't make my takeout list is because when you are playing with those larger numbers, like five people, it, as he mentioned, Chuck mentioned with the, the fake artist, sometimes it can be hard to see across the table of oh wait that's what they rolled oh wait no hold on I I want to do this and you're t- yelling over the table going hey can you throw me that die and then I'll take this die and it, it can be a little bit complicated but I I tend to make it work but I, I know for most people it might be a little bit harder and you're trying not to knock dice over or things like that so I, I, I it almost made my top games for out but I think it I think it's For me, I don't know, philosophically, I think it fits just better for my overall. I really like the
0: game. Yeah. More on that later. (laughs) (laughs) uh, My number three is Saboteur. Saboteur I put on just because... um, I just really like this game. I have had a great gameplay experiences with this game. There is a possibility where you can be kind of skunked in a round where suddenly you're the saboteur and you sort of get locked out, but it's over quickly enough and that by no means doesn't mean you're going to lose necessarily. You could yeah, unless it happens like first turn, which would be weird. Um where I think it offsets that issue and I I just I really really enjoy the structure of this game taking place over three rounds where you may or may not be the saboteur in one or any of those rounds or there might not even be a saboteur and I love actually that's one of the reasons why I really love it where you could all be suspicious of each other and there's no reason to be through the whole whole round of that (laughs) game and you're all just like I know what he's a saboteur and you realize at the end oh no one was we were all just very paranoid that just oh, just such a fun and silly design structure in there. So I really like Saboteur because it sets up quickly. It's very straightforward. It's easy to get into for new players, but it's also accessible for young players and as a family game. We play this a lot. My uh, wife and my six-year-old and I, and uh, my six-year-old's pretty good at it. <laughs> he is. He just loves the chaos of being the saboteur. And this is a game that sort of lends itself to just being really chaotic for you the saboteur just go for it go nuts just don't even tight it necessarily sometimes you can just be very successful so i really enjoy this game and have a lot of fun with it and um yeah i i can't recommend it enough another one that's very small in size and can fit in your pocket and that is saboteur
1: it is. It is a good game.
0: I think I've just had too many games that just went sour. Like
1: there was one person right. who didn't quite get what they're doing, and so everyone was just like, "Well, he's obviously a saboteur." And we're all going, "No, right. he's not. He's he just doesn't know what he's doing." Trust he's me, just, guys. And yeah. then it's just everything falls apart. <laughs> right. Right. And also, the other thing is, my wife is not a big fan of games where you can. There's a saboteur or traitor. She any game with that mechanic, she's just immediately goes, "I'm. I'm. I'm going to end up being." the traitor every time it just, <laughs> i hate it. it i don't like being a traitor i love being a traitor <laughs> so yeah i find it when, super when i'm fun, a traitor, this game. oh god it's so it's so it's fun to try and be sneaky about everything and just throwing people <laughs> off i love it so i i do enjoy it i just can't get it to the table as much as you can so all right my number two overall was my number one for games to take out which is circle the wagons uh, I, I I just really like it. It's it's lovely. I think the only thing I didn't mention before is it, the art style is kind of enjoyable. It's it's like the, the I don't know how you, how we put it last time, but it's it's almost like like rubbings where you're. It's just it's just so plain and yet very
0: stylistic. It, I how would you describe it? Um, yeah, I guess like it's like. Uh, colored pencil drawing almost but yeah, very it's co- it's, it's yeah, really it's very it's, straightforward. it's
1: minimal but cute and i like it so yeah yeah i i can't really add much more because it was already my number one and i've already talked too much <laughs> about it and you've already talked about it for your overall so i think i think it's fine just to say yeah that's why it's my number two because of everything <laughs> we mentioned before
0: yep there we go <laughs> Uh, my number two was Fox in the Forest, another one we've mentioned before. I just uh, think this is, you know, Alex talked about this a second ago, but just a great, unexpected, uh, fun experience for a two-player trick-taking game. I mean, two-player 1v1 trick-taking game, that push-your-luck element of trying to get the exact amount of tricks that... Um, that you know happens in a lot of trick-taking games, but in this one, there's just so much more direct, obviously direct conflict because there's only one other person that they can they can throw themselves under the bus to make sure you get you get thrown under the bus too. They get there's just so much more excitement in this game. It feels like for uh, 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 compared to other trick-taking games, or I don't know, I like trick-taking games okay, but this one I just loved, and so. Um, I also think that they did a great job with not overcomplicating this game more than it needed to be. There's enough going on here that you can build some really cool strategy options that feel different every time. You don't necessarily fall back on the same one every single time, but it's also not too much. That's the thing I think a lot of trick-taking games do is they throw too much crap in it. And then it's just like, oh, I'm lost in what's available here. Um, This one's very straightforward and still giving you a lot of options to explore. So kudos to the designer on Fox in the Forest. That yes. is my number two.
1: All right. The number one overall game, my number one overall game. I think I knew it from the get-go. I really love this game. It's Tales in Games, <laughs> The Hare and the Tortoise. I've, I, There's just something about it. Every aspect of this game is lovely. It's a racing game where where your bets, one of your bets is already predetermined for you. There's three people in the race. It's the the tortoise, the hare, there's a a bunny, a wolf, and a, a fox in the race, and one of your bets is already predetermined, and then you get to make another secondary bet. You could double down your bet if you want to, and then the race just starts and each person is playing cards. And once a certain criteria is met, Everyone stops playing cards, and then the characters move. And they all have their systematic way of moving. The bunny will usually move too, but if if he's already in the lead, just like thematically, in the if he'll he'll not move because he you played too many cards. The the tortoise is always moving one space, but occasionally they move a little bit faster. The wolf can scare everybody, and and then no one moves. And it's just trying to keep track of okay if they played that and I played this, then if I play this, then the thing I'm not rooting for is going to move forward. I don't want that at no so I can't play that. But if I play that, then, all right, he's going to stop. And so you're looking at your hand going, I wish I had better cards. I hate all my cards. And then you're waiting for (laughs) someone to play a wolf howl so you can get rid of those horrible cards. There's just so much so much craziness. I've had so many lovely games of this where it comes down to – I've had games where someone throws down their cards in defeat and it's just like, what the heck? Because all their plans, all their careful plans went down the drain by one card. And it's just – I mean that I I can't ask for more from a game right. than that, and it's it's so lovely and it fits the theme of what they're trying to do so well. If this was any other theme, it would be like, why did you make it that theme? It's it the theme <laughs> of what it is is totally this game. It works so awesomely, and I think everyone I've played it with so far has been like, I really I did not expect this. It's it it's it's a kid's game, and there are kids' rules for it, but. It has such a lovely adult version for the game, where you're t- paying attention to so many different things, and you're trying to work with what you have, and hoping no one else is working against you, or hoping at the very least that someone is working with you on certain things. And right, it's, right, it's it's <laughs> so awesome. And you, uh, we always play three games and total up our scores and. That's, it's wonderful. I love it. It was, it was, as soon as I, we started playing, I'm like, I know this is going to be my number one. I love this game. So I, <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that,
0: my number one, Tales, Tales and Games, tales, The Hair and yeah. the Taurus. <laughs> yeah, that. That one did make my list, and I'm regretting it. I wish it. I I should have. Uh, it got boxed out for my number one, and um, they were tight. I was that was was in my running for my number one as well. But I went with sushi roll, and I just really enjoyed sushi rolls overall. Just the whole package of it. Once again, it's Phil Walker Harding doing what he does best, which is making some great games. Um, but also, it's just it, it's kind of like what you said before. It's the it's it's the kind of the pinnacle of the sushi roll or sushi... Um Go structures in sushi roll I think they did so much right here it's Very fun I love the little Differences they made with the previous games I love the fact that it's dice and I just love The fact that they actually have conveyor belts like a Sushi <laughs> restaurant would in Japan I don't know why that doesn't yeah. for me but I really Love that it just makes me happy every time they Come out it's like I think every time I've played belt. it people are like People are like Ooh, oh oh It actually moves okay <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah it's actually a conveyor belt Structure they were able to work it into the game That is freaking awesome and so so, so many things make me happy about this game, and I just love playing it. I love playing it with new players, with existing players. It's just, it's just super fun and well designed. And um, I think there's so much to be enjoyed in this game, and uh, so many options to go after. I've played, I haven't played it a ton, but I've played it a fair amount, and I still feel like I every time I play it, I, I try to do something a little differently and and uh, explore different options that prevent, present themselves. So. Um, yeah, I just I just think it's a great design—a a culmination of several games, of course—that are its previous its heirs and uh, or its uh, forefathers, <laughs> and it is culmination culmination of breeding. <laughs> That's a weird way to put it, but that's how I feel. So, yeah, Sushi Roll for me is my number one overall. This was a hard one to pick, though, because I really loved a lot of these games. And uh, I'm sure if I had to do this realist again tomorrow, it wouldn't be exactly the same. Because I, <laughs> my whims would be differently. I, I was but, watching on the uh, on the Google Drive,
1: and I saw it, all your things kept changing over and over. And I'm like, oh, yeah. boy, he's having a <laughs> tough time at this one.
0: Yeah, I had a... I had like a idea of where I wanted to go but then I put my list up and I'm like, nah, I don't know, I got to make some re- rearrangements here." <laughs> so, changed up until the last seconds. All right, should we get into our slogan choices, the new category right. for this round of reviews? New <laughs> category. I think we can just kind of run through these pretty quickly. I don't right, no, do none it. of these
1: really need an explanation, but if you want to yeah. add some flavor to that, that's fine. No, that's right. I'm just gonna run through my entire list, is what I'm gonna do. Yeah, go for it. Starting, starting from number five, my favorite one, and I have to look over because I have to. I I can't see the end of it because of the the Excel document is clipping it off. Is my number is the whiteboard is a Gryffindor in disguise. I have no idea what that means. (laughs) I cannot for the life of me remember. That just it's stupid enough to be a great (laughs) slogan for me. Uh, Then after that was, hey guys, when in doubt game it out. I. The the rhyminess of it I, I really like. Uh, then it was, good playing to you, sir. I think this is one of the earlier ones. This is like the first one where you were actually doing... So this is the first slogan... <laughs> And I think it's number three. You, you started with a bang, man. Uh, I, I really like it. It's cordial. I mean, who can't who doesn't love a cordial uh, slogan? Uh, my number two was games are toys for the mind. Uh, that, I think that was one of your more recent ones. It's, it's yeah, it's lovely. Toys from the Mind, that's a, <laughs> l- a lovely way of putting it. Uh, they tend to be in the toys section, so get games for Toys of the Mind. And my last one, I think it's my number one was more of a, I guess the, the slogan for the slogans, because there were so many times you had no idea what your slogan was, which was, <laughs> I'll do better next week, I promise. That, I'm just like, <laughs> that kind of defines what this slogan uh, yeah. escapade has been. So that's why it's I like, put that at number one. <laughs>
0: That is a good wrap-up. Mine are, uh, number five, a game played is a friendship made. I just like that one. That one just makes me happy. Uh, Games, they make introverts extroverts is my number four. I think that's a very astute observation. Uh, Number three, games are toys for the mind. That is very deep. I think that was a very deep and elegant. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> number two The white board is a griffin in disguise That one I think on respect I should have made that my number one I feel like I just love that <laughs> one <laughs> It's just insane It's just insane And people are like what? <laughs> were you high
1: um, like how did the, i yeah. i want to go back and listen to that episode i have no idea
0: how that happened i have no idea yeah i can't yeah, i know me too i want to re-listen to it and then my last one though is uh number one hey guys when in doubt game it out and i just like this one because it makes me think of just some weird passerby trying to distill an argument or <laughs> make an argument fall back and be like hey guys when in doubt game it out and they're like who the hell was that guy It just makes me laugh thinking about who delivered that phrase. But those are my top five slogans. (laughs) All right. We did it. Top fives. We are, yeah, second round of reviews with our top fives, I think, all of these were solid game choices um, I, I with only a couple exceptions I think the the would all do well for taking out and would lend themselves to a really fun game night or uh, at least a gameplay between eating or some drinks while um, having a fun time with friends so when we can all do that keep these in mind everybody and thank you so much for listening we are gonna keep the reviews going for our next set of games we're gonna start season two now. Then the or, next deck review. Two, if, since or Deck 2, since there's 52 of that's these, apparently. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I forgot we are going to name it that. Yeah, Deck 2. I like that. Um, and If you guys want to get a hold of us and let us know any games that you think we should review or any things that uh, we've said that you disagree with, or if you just want to think, tell us what you think the whiteboard is a griffin in disguise means, uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can, of course, get a hold of us on Instagram and Twitter at Chits and Chat. You can reach out to us on our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com. Scroll down to the Chits and Chat page and fill out our comment form. Uh, and you can also find us, um, I don't know, uh, once again, those those handwritten letters. Someone can write us that and somehow get it to us uh, in a magical way. I don't know. Or talk to the whiteboard and see if it is a griffin in disguise. Perhaps it can fly it to us. Yeah, yeah possibly. all right everybody thank you so much for listening and thanks for sticking with us through the reviews here we had a lot of time uh, a lot of fun we had a lot of time we had a lot of fun with this season and we're looking forward to jumping into deck two with our next round of reviews thank you for listening and we will catch you all on the next episode and remember i'll do better next week i promise